Hello and welcome to the Read Entertainment Podcast, episode 361 for July 31st, 2022. My name is Nathan Reed Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Bash. Fan, I hear in your background. I, I, I kind of only just noticed it when you started doing the intro. Listen, it's been it's been 108 degrees all week. I am not yeah, turning it's it been. off. Yeah, yeah it's been. Right now, it is colder at 98 degrees, and I don't want to die. So I I, I just wanted to off. point it out now before we got like an hour and a half into this and you're like, oh, by the way, this is annoying background noise. As long as you're aware and okay with it, that's fine. Yeah. So and then I also tried to fix it. Uh, I tried to enable RTX voice on my computer. And then the theory would be I would I would have RTX voice turned off for the intro and then I would turn it on while we were talking. Uh, but it kept crashing. Like, it would not work for my audio setup for some reason, and I didn't have the patience to work with it, so you have to have the patience to deal with a fan in the background. Our listener will be so disappointed. I know. I know. So disappointed with me. But I don't want to die, so I hope that they will forgive me. Uh, oh, by the way, if you're out of the country, 108 degrees Fahrenheit is 43 degrees Celsius, which is uh, very warm. It it is. I did not check my mail for basically the entire week because I didn't want to go outside. Anyway, um, Connor, uh, where can we find you? You could find me. You could find you. In the event that they show up late, you could find Aroa at aroa.website. One of those links that I would like to draw your attention to is Clinton's Core Classics Rise of the Rune Lords, a first edition actual play podcast. We are starting our sixth and final season tomorrow. How and I would you, be delighted if you checked it out. How long do you expect that to last? Uh, you know, I was, I was thinking about doing the the math of it the other day, and I, I never ended up doing it, but probably like a year and a half. So another year and a half before we do what we're doing now. In... Uh, probably a little bit. Well, yeah, probably a little bit less than that, but yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, you can find me, Nathan Rinsprith, obviously a wrote.website, but the one I want to pay attention to is Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. I'm there Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time, playing uh, whatever games I feel like, basically. And uh, also you can follow me on Twitter so you can get updates on when I, or when I, when I might miss a day or two on, on that. So, uh, uh, not a row. You're not a row. You're Connor. Connor. Uh, what games have you played this week? So it's it's been a little bit of a disappointing game in the weekend, and I I have gotten to put my my feet in quite a different pools here. But uh, League of Legends, I played a round of that and decided, you know what, I think I'm done with this, and I uninstalled League of Legends. I accidentally then, did that. You accidentally? How did you accidentally uninstall something? Uh, I told you last week I updated my BIOS and it wiped out my game drive. Oh, that's right. I guess that never really clicked with me. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that's the end of League of Legends for you and I. Okay, that's fine. I'm okay uh, with that. 
I, I picked up my Switch, and in preparation for a Steam Deck, I'm going through all of the games that I have on that uh, SD card. And the intention is once I finish and once the Steam Deck shows up, it'll be nice and available for me to swap it from one to the other. So I, I played a little bit of Smash Brothers. I played a whole bunch of Jackbox Gate, like just stuff that was on there and available. And it was a nice little romp down memory lane. Golly gee, I'm like, I'm, I'm talking about it like it's probably not going to be my power horse for a couple more days here. But the Switch was a good system. Yeah. And and. You finally got your Steam Deck, or it's... No. The, you said the case arrived. Yeah, so I ordered a, a case, a screen protector, like, at the end of the week in preparation of this thing showing up, and Steam has been dragging their feet with my order, so all of the stuff for it showed up before actually having it show up. I did not put a screen protector on it, and just so you know, the case that comes with the Steam Deck is really good. Not a case, but like a, a shell. Like Oh, like a silicone shell on it. Okay. Yeah, it, it's just a little plastic cover. I mean, you know, I'd rather have something on there than nothing. It's got a, a port for the fan. Anyways, it's... I gotcha, I gotcha. Uh, I, I want my Steam Deck, and it's been seven days now, and I, I still have not... I'm, I'm a little frustrated. Yeah, hopefully it arrives. Uh, did you play anything else? Anything uh, notable? I, something notable. I played uh, around a Space Station 13. And then I noticed that things were going a little weird, like the 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 background was differently colored and some textures were freaking out. And at the end of the, the round, the, the loading screen was like all blurry and fuzzy, like it was like someone designed it to. And that's what's called a disaster round. There are certain things you could do that could trigger this to happen. One of them is it's convoluted, way too convoluted for this intro. But when we spawned, the station was basically already blown up and people were like, Okay, if you're in security, the armory access is open. Load up, get together, try to survive. I, unfortunately, was stuck in my detective's office without a crowbar. So by the time somebody broke me out, things were way out of control. Awesome. I had a gun, which was cool, and it helped me for all of, like, two rooms before I got mowed down by uh, murder bots and horror ghosts. And if, if you've never played Space Station 13, a lot of this is going to sound like ridiculous just crazy fantasy and uh yeah yeah it was but it's probably the most fun i've had in that game in quite some time it's i've never seen something quite unique as that it's like right at the start everything is fucked yeah i mean that happens sometimes so um it's it's good that you had some fun there even though you only lived for what 20 minutes <laughs> if that, i think that's being generous i i got with some people i I, I, I unloaded my magazine, although it's not a magazine with a revolver, and then promptly got taught a lesson by uh by murder robots and ghosts. Well that happened. I'm still talking about it. I had a lot of fun. Good, good. I'm happy that you had fun with that. And I'm gonna move on and talk about the games that I played. I played mm -hmm. uh Ask Dusk Falls, which I believe you came in on on Twitch, and I beat that game. I, I came in and I thought your stream was freaking out, like yeah. lagging or something. I and no, I, that's just the game. Yeah, I mentioned uh, on last week's podcast that the, I don't like the art style because it's like the backgrounds are super detailed and move around and stuff, but like the characters have very stilted animation. Like, not just like, oh, this is PS2, it's wonky. It's like they, it's, it's weird where it's kind of like pictures of people and like they're, you know, so their mouths don't move. 
but like they're saying dialogue and stuff and it's it's not like an old school like anime game where it like shows a portrait of the person it's like they're in the scene but just stuck there and it's really weird and i don't i have a good i have a good comparison it's like any of those animations you see where there's like pieces of paper on popsicle six yeah. it's one step above that in quality yeah and it was an interesting game uh is that it was it's like a telltale game or uh a visual novel where you don't have much say in what happens like there are certain there are certain things you can do that will affect the storyline in the future but ultimately it always ends out basically the same uh while some it did go through some things and say you know this happened to this person and blah 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 but I don't really care. Uh, and then it, all, it also ended up on a cliffhanger, which is really annoying. Uh, it's included with Game Pass if you want to try it out. Uh, I would probably give it like a, a 5 out of 10. So kind of middling, uh, uh, you know, mediocre game. Uh, and then I played some Dying Light. Dying Light 2, rather. And that is a really good game. I had a lot of fun with it. Killed some zombies. Found out a good way to grind out uh, a certain or farm out a certain item that you need to do upgrades. And that is, you play Dying Light 1, right? Correct, yeah. I love that game. Um, did they have, like, crafting and upgrading in your crafting and stuff in Dying Light 1? Yes, yes, they did. It was, I, it, I mean, like, you could just play by picking stuff up constantly, but it it definitely incentivized making stuff worthwhile. Yeah, this game is different. It does. You don't craft items, but you upgrade like you have like you can put a flame upgrade on it or like an endurance upgrade to give it more power or durability um and you upgrade the battery those... on it and now it shocks yeah you upgrade those mods and those mods will require a certain amount of stuff to find to upgrade the mods to make them more powerful you have to get something called uncommon infected trophies and that's the main one you need. And then the higher level upgrades, you need more, tro like a rare trophy or unique, unique trophy. But you always need more and more uncommon trophies, even at the higher levels. Um, so those are pretty easy to get. But once you're needing 40 or 50 per upgrade, it's a pain in the butt. So I found out a way to do it is there are something called howlers in the game. Uh, which they're basically, uh, what, what's it, the witch, where she calls the other zombies to you. And uh, if you are in a chase, so after the howler yells, it creates a chase. So, like, all the zombies in the nearby area come and swarm you. And if you're in a chase, those zombies will grant a higher amount of uncommon trophies. And so if you stand by the entrance of, like, a city... You can just kill a bunch of zombies, and if you ever feel unsafe, just back up towards the city, and it will end the chase, and then just collect all of the zombies that you killed, and you'll get, like, 20 of the uncommon trophies. So I found out a good way to grind those out. Um, and then I played on Friday uh, some Multiverses, uh, which is a Warner Brothers... Uh, a Warner Smash Brothers... Brothers. Smash, Smash Brothers, Brothers. yeah. It's Smash Brothers. It's all right. It's weird. Uh, we were talking to Ash about it. It's a free-to-play game. 
uh, with packs, so like forty, sixty, and a hundred dollars or something like that, and you get more characters the higher level packs you get, and blah blah blah. Hate those, hate it, but I do like that it's free to play. Um, kind of like League of Legends, where you can unlock characters with in-game currency. And uh, I remember we were talking to Ash about it, and Ash is like, yeah, I'm going to make LeBron James be my main character. And we're just like, wait, what? <laughs> can you just back up there <laughs> just a second? Uh, LeBron I, James? I thought for sure that she was talking about somebody who just shared the name with the, uh, the you know, the, the famous basketball man. But nope, it's it's the one and only. Yep, yep. They have, um, you know, they have like Shaggy and Velma from Scooby-Doo and Finn and Jake from Adventure Time. Is that Adventure Time? Finn and Jake, yes. Okay. Uh, and then they have, you know, other characters like Superman and Wonder Woman from DC. So they have like, because they own all these properties. So it's a mix of all these characters. And it's kind of weird. It's I would say it's weirder. It's a weirder ensemble than like even Super Smash Brothers is. They have some Rick respects. from Rick and Morty so popular in multiverse stuff right now. Yeah. Do they have it on there? Is he on there? I, I never fought him. I'm like 90% sure, but I am not 100% sure of that. I don't know if he's in the beta because uh, I know there's more char- way more characters that are going to be launched after the beta is done. So I didn't see him. I don't recall seeing that so character. He is not in there, but hackers have already imported him. So as oh. a, as an honorary mention of our stories today, Rick in multiverses. Well, and then they also have uh, another hack. The best hack is they put the Nintendo 64 version of Superman <laughs> as as one of the mods. So you can is play it just as... like a low poly model, or is it like straight up the N sixty four one? I I think I I think they they have imported the low poly model. I believe it is resembling the N sixty four version. That's what they were aiming for. I don't like, I don't think they straight up took the code, but they have made it look like the N sixty four version of Superman. Uh, anyway, was fun. it was fun. It was a good game. Uh, not not. Not the N64 version of Superman, but this game was pretty good. I do think it's weird that you have Superman fighting Shaggy, and Shaggy has a chance. Um, Don't you remember all those memes where Shaggy's only, like, using 0.04% of his full power? Yeah, that's... that's They were everywhere, and they were obnoxious, and I guarantee that's what they're going for. He has, like, Superman ores and stuff. Oh, and he he can go Super Saiyan. Right. One of his moves is to go Super Saiyan. But we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about something else. Uh and and I'm still gonna talk about me before we hop into the stories. Uh on Thursday I was having a call with uh one of my coworkers because we're trying to figure out the best way to image new devices because um it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. We're just talking about how to image new devices and he was asking me for some help. And um I get a knock on my door. Well, first off, I get a phone call, and I ignore the phone call. And I assume the phone call was from my property management people, now that I think about it. But I didn't recognize the number right off the bat, so I just didn't answer it. And then, I get like a minute later, I get a knock on my door, and I'm like, what the heck? Hey, excuse me, I gotta go check my door. Somebody fucking knocked. That's weird. Uh, and I open my door, and it wasn't a police officer, uh, which was awesome. 
because I always think whenever I get a knock on my door, I'm like, it's the police. I'm getting arrested. Um, I open it up, and the lady's like, hey, there's a fire. And I was like, oh, shit. And I go, and I hang up the call with my friend or my coworker, and I check. And right down the road, there's, like, this huge just, like, black smoke coming up from the bottom of the hill. And I just want to I wanna read you an article or part of an article about that. It said, early on, the flames threatened to spread over a nearby hill and threatened more structures as firefighters worked in defensive mode and took frequent hydration breaks amid temperatures reportedly, reportedly hit 109 degrees in the area. Um, those more structures is me. <laughs> I'm really happy it didn't come up to the more structures. Uh, chin up, buddy. We'll get him next time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, that was that was actually a pretty close call. Uh, we, I am not at the exact area that that because there's a hill that comes up from where that building was, and that was that's towards the back of the park. But I live in like a manufactured home lot, and and you know those, you know how they're like fucking like eight feet apart is all like that's all you get like that's the most you get uh it's just a few feet apart and so if one home one of our houses went up we'd all be fucked like they would all just burst into flames so i'm really happy uh that we avoided that so good job firefighters i like i like having firefighters that's uh i don't like police but i like firefighters what about you nobody Nobody makes a song called Fuck the Fire Department. I know, right? Going um, around saving people's lives, those bastards. Mm-hmm. So let's move on, and we're going to talk about some news stories. Uh, some of these news stories Oroa brought up, he said he would be here, uh, and I haven't heard from him in like an hour. So uh, I, I actually do have a Oroa update. He, uh, he oh. installed an NVMe drive and, and borked up his computer. And he he just wanted an update to see if we were still going to talk about those things. So maybe just push him back later to, later into the schedule. I am not talking about. I'm talking about my house getting caught on fire. How is that boring shit? Uh, excuse I'm, me. I'm going to set your house on fire and see how boring you think it is. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably just take care of it. No, no, you want it. It'll be at night when you're asleep. Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, that's, that's, that's on. That's, that's, that's recorded, Nathan. That's not a <laughs> good thing to do. I'm not actually going to do that. That's all the way in Illinois. That's a long. That's a long drive for me to show some vengeance. I would get like 20 minutes into my drive and be like, "What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Just stop! I'm turning around." Um, so Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic game. Uh, we spoke about this before when they did the Sony conference. That Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic uh, was being released, and or they were remaking it, and uh, apparently it's been no, they were gonna remake it uh, like Final Fantasy VII, right? Oh, you mean they were gonna make it bad? Yeah, they were gonna make it really bad, and so Final or uh, so Knights of the Old Republic has been paused, and apparently they are not working on that. At the moment, it says the hotly anticipated new Star Wars game is in serious, well, old 
Star Wars game is in serious trouble, according to people familiar with the project. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, a remake of the 2003 role-playing game, is delayed indefinitely as developers at Austin, Texas-based Aspire Media try to figure out what comes next. They also abruptly fired the game's art director and design director this month. In a series of meetings throughout July, Aspire's two studio heads told employees that the project is on pause and that the company will look for new contracts and development opportunities, said the, uh, said the people who were not authorized to speak publicly about the situation. And after that quote, hi, Aroa. Oh, cool. I see. I was afraid that I came in. You asked if I was there and then, uh, and then I wasn't because my sound settings were, were all, fucked but now oh. we're good oh we're good we're good so uh and by the way connor said we were talking about boring stuff and i we were not talking about boring stuff we were talking about my house almost catching on fire so <laughs> excuse me <sighs> are you talking about the uh the fire in the park yeah. uh it wasn't in the park it was down the hill it was yeah uh, yeah so it could have easily spread up the hill and at my house and then i, I would an be entire ass landmass between them and he's not even not hey. it, not an entire land mass. Like, it's, it's a hill that is literally a mass of land. You know, by definition, you, you know, there's like burnable stuff on that hill, right? Like that will catch on fire. Why don't you guys clean up your hills? <clears throat> Nasty uh, ass hills. Gra- grass. Do you, do you know what grass is? Do you know that you're on a podcast right now? Yes. Grass doesn't burn. Yes, it does. Only if it's dead. Uh, it is a water your lawn. It's a hundred and nine degrees outside. All the grass. Water is your lawn. No, it's a, you I, act like you're on the side of the country having a having a massive drought or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you think, uh, Roa? His fuck Connor. Uh, what do you huh? <laughs> what do you think about uh Kotor getting in in def, uh indefinitely delayed? Um, yeah, that sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, what what I'm what is most curious to me is that uh, Aspire saying like they're they're delaying it until they they figure out what to do. So yeah. it's like it it makes it sound like things aren't going so well for Aspire, which is unfortunate because. Didn't I, they just release a game that didn't do very well or something? Is that is uh there so so Aspire is generally a porting house. Yeah. Um so they did the switch uh re-releases, remake, whatever, of Kotor and Kotor 2 and the Force Unleashed. And uh Republic and Republic Commando, Commando and Racer and Subs of Zombie. And Myth Force? I don't um, know what that is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. The, but they're usually like pretty cool. They they do decent work for the most part. Yeah. So, I, and I guess what they used to do, um, what they before they transitioned into doing like switch ports, is they made ports for the Mac. Yeah, um, I believe they're the ones that did the Sims 3 port, maybe, and, and, maybe not. And Borderlands 2, I think. They definitely did Borderlands. Yeah. Uh, 
Looks like they were not the ones who did The Sims 3. I totally thought they were. But in any case, yeah, they they kind of got their footing by doing macOS ports of every PC game uh, released since 1998 or so. Yeah, because yeah. no actual company wants to do that. Uh, yeah, so no. hopefully, uh, because they're a porting house, they don't necessarily have their own development typically it's usually just taking the existing code and, and tweaking it to work on mac or or ios or whatever and so maybe they found that making he says this as game... if that's a trivial job oh no it's not but it is a different job yeah uh, uh, they, they're they're probably not very large so hopefully taking on another couple of contracts is is going to be fine yeah so hopefully this nice little old republic does get made at some point because i know a lot of people were interested in playing it and by a lot of people i mean me i was interested <laughs> in playing an, an updated knights of the old republic because while i still think that game's great i also realize that it's 20 years old now and it could use some updated graphics and gameplay mechanics is there yeah, not something be made fun. that could help with that though i'm sorry what was that uh connor is there not something community made that could help modernize the game? There are things that can help modernize the game a little bit uh, on on PC, obviously. And I haven't looked too far into that. I know a lot of people, uh, when I was doing my playthrough of Knights of the Old Republic, I had some people come in who were like, oh yeah, I'm a speedrunner on this game. And I'm like, uh-huh, I'm a, I'm a slow runner on this game. Uh, take forever. And they said that the PC version does have some patches that make it run a lot better because just trying to play the base KOTOR game on your PC is kind of difficult uh, because it wasn't really designed for, you know, Windows 10. And so you have to add some mods and stuff to get it running pretty well. Uh, but there are updates. Uh, they also have updates on for KOTOR 1 and 2 that reinstall removed content. To make to flesh out the story a little bit, especially with Kotor Two, which is all sorts of janky uh, when when you try to play it, and they have just tons of missing content because it never got finished because they only had one year to make it. Anyway, hopefully uh, Aspire can make this game, but it's been it hasn't been canceled; it's just been delayed. So hopefully that means we'll see it in in 14 years or something i guess i don't know we're gonna move on we're gonna talk about charter oh uh okay. oh did you want to say something i want to know what that art director did to uh to get fired yeah for real i mean but it wasn't just the art director but, i guess well, like I, I hope it wasn't just like oh we're downsizing because the economy sucks and recession but like I, I i wonder if they did something i doubt it especially since it says Aspire also abruptly fired the game's art director and game director. Design so, director. Design, I'm sorry, design director. Um, which tells me that, because those are two separate things. They were that, probably fucking. <laughs> or or they, they went into a business meeting once and they're like, do you see what they did with Grand Theft Auto? It's that easy. Let's yeah. just have AIs upscale it. Yeah, it'll be great. No. And then they were escorted from the building. 
I would think that since if it were just the art director or just the design director, maybe they did something. But th since they're doing, since they let both of them go, that tells me that the studio was like, hey, we're moving away from KOTOR, at least for now, and we're going to fire these two people and have the team work on something else. That's, but like, why that's wouldn't you use? Like, why wouldn't you repurpose? Like, like, why those two specific people and not like that? That they're getting rid of all their artists. Like, I understand. Like that. I understand uh, what you're saying, but it is very, it's very possible that these two people were specifically like they're like they're specifically meant for these roles. And they would they would be good for Knights of the Old Republic, or and either just either, saying, um, maybe they were caught fucking. <laughs> but my my idea my my idea is probably those people were brought in to do one thing, you know, design director, art director, and if we're gonna have these people just be on a porting house and go back to porting games instead of making a game. We don't need an art director and game director or design director. I, but like design director, okay, but like they, they don't need you don't need an art director if you're porting a game. But you're also saying like you don't need an you, like from from that logic, you don't need any about any like creative people really like at all, because all you're gonna do is just be grabbing the old assets and putting them into a new engine, like. Right, and and we don't know if they did lay off a bunch of art. Yeah, art. like but, it doesn't say they I'm, did. But I'm saying, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like from from what we can tell from this article, Aspire specifically just fired these two people. Yeah, and and I I I still would like to think that it's just because they can't they they're not they're delaying the game, they're canceling the game, and so they don't need these two people. Uh, when oh, they can't can. look. I, it's going to be bad. It probably will, but I want to play it. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to Charter murdering somebody. Um, so Charter ordered to pay over $7 billion in damages following technicians, technicians' murder of elderly customer. Uh, this one caught me by surprise. This is from Gizmodo. Um it says, on Tuesday, Connecticut-based telecom giant Charter Communications was found liable for over $7 billion in damages after a Texas court ruled that it was responsible for one of the technicians robbing and murdering an elderly customer. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. The horrific murder reportedly uh, occurred in 2019 and involved an 83-year-old woman named Betty Thomas. Roy Holden Jr., the Charter... Chartered technician reportedly provided services for the woman after she called in reporting issues with her TV bundle. The technician reportedly returned the next day in an official Spectrum van wearing his company uniform, stole credit cards from a woman's purse, and commenced to murder her. Thomas was reportedly found dead in her living room by one of her family members. Holden, meanwhile, was eventually arrested and sentenced to life in prison in April 2021. So then the the family sued Charter for negligence in 2020, and apparently they won uh, because it appears that Holden, the technician, 
had a history of breaking into old people's houses and stealing their shit. And oh. Charter didn't do anything about it. Um, so it says, okay, making, this is bad too. I shouldn't laugh. Uh, it was revealed Holden had a history of stealing credit cards from elderly Spectrum customers and had, pre, uh, and had previously complained to his employers of enduring economic hardship following a divorce. Making matters worse, Thomas's family was reportedly billed $58 for the service that ultimately, ultimately resulted in <laughs> Betty Thomas's murder. Jesus fucking Christ. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm sorry about your grandparents, but uh, someone's got to pay for that cable. Yeah, that's $58. Wait. Okay, okay. So, going, going along with that, the article later quotes one of Charter's lawyers as having said that he was off duty at the time. But he was still in a so, Spectrum van. Yeah. But, like, why did they bill her if he was supposed to not be working at that time? Well, no, because he went the day before. That's what it was. The $58 oh, was the, the $58 okay. was the day before. Okay, I see. But, yeah, like, I was... I was up until you you pointed out that uh, he had a history of it. I was like, it doesn't really seem like it's Charter's fault, but no, it's Charter's fault now. Yeah, they had a he had a history of breaking into their houses and stealing their credit cards and stuff, and not actually being held liable for that. Uh, so, I, I don't that's know. It's a little I, bit of a whoopsie daisies. Yeah, oh. I just that's a lot of money. Like, I am surprised that they're being fined that much money and i'm trying to find out what the real settlement was in this uh in this article uh, it's not over it's not over yet oh okay that would that is it it was not it was not settled uh the court is ordering them to pay seven something billion dollars but the charter lawyers are going to appeal of course of course they are which yeah duh they're and not going to pay out $7 billion to one family. Are you kidding me? I would be so happy. I mean, she was... I'm not really close with my grandparents, so I'd be like, whatever. <laughs> $7 billion. Um, no, but like that... that I don't think... So, maybe $7 billion's too much. But, you know, at, at least enough... You know, I, I'd say $20 million probably would be fair. $7 billion seems like a bit... A bit much for the uh, the telecommunications company, but also I hate telecommunications companies. So seven billion sounds perfect, perfectly fine for me. Um, yeah, I just I just want Charter to have to pay, you know, a couple billion dollars. Yeah, I don't even care. Yeah, just do it. They, I mean, they screw over enough people. It's fine that it's finally time that they get screwed over a bit. Um, let's move on, and we'll talk about. We'll talk about Meta. I hate. I hate it. I hate, the Oculus Quest Two VR uh, just got a price increase by one hundred dollars, and I'm sure they're blaming inflation. Uh, basically, which is uh, it, it, yeah, it's it's bullshit. Yeah, um, in, inflation is the companies deciding that you have to pay more for stuff and then calling saying inflation because it's a scare word or buzzword. Yeah, because like they they could they could cut the price in half, probably still be making a profit on it, 
and it wouldn't even matter. Yeah. Uh, but that would hurt their bottom line uh, by like a percent, maybe. So can't have that shit. A high zone. But yeah, that's um, that's really the the gist of the whole article. They wrote a lot of words to just point out that Facebook is increasing the price by a hundred dollars, which I think yeah. is its original price. No, no, no. The original price was three hundred dollars, from what I remember. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was four hundred. I think the Oculus Maybe. Quest Two has always been three hundred. Okay. Yeah, I think, and Maybe. then now they're upgrading it. Now they're upping it to four hundred dollars, uh, or three ninety nine. Um, it that's oh, one problem yeah. I have with that's one problem yeah, I have oh, with Ars Technica is that they they always write too much, and uh that it's it's because uh the quest 2 was like shittier than the quest 1 in like every way other than it had a newer processor like the the newer soc in the quest 2 if you could just rip that out and throw it in the chassis of the quest 1 you'd have like an actually really good standalone vr headset overall i wonder if that's it, what the it, quest 3 is going to be uh a good headset not Hopefully. not the way that they're going I like oh, it. No, like hell, I, I I'm I'm surprised that they haven't like I don't know, like tried to sell Facebook phones again and then they're just like put it in this cardboard box and put it on your head. That's the new VR headset metaverse. Yeah. We have all these Facebook phones just laying around from twenty twelve. <laughs> um Yeah, no, so they're just it, yeah, they're, and they're not they're not changing anything about the hardware. They're just making it cost more for no reason. Uh it says there's a head strap that you can that's called the Elite Quest 2 head strap that they sell. Yeah. Um and then it says instead the company uh gives a shoulder shrug offering a single free game, the popular $30 rhythm game Beat Saber for anyone who buys the VR system between August 1st and December 31st. So Yeah, you you, you know um they own that game. Yeah. They they own the devs behind Beat Saber, so they're not actually like they're not doing anything. They're just no. giving that away. And there's like several hundred dollars worth of DLC available for that game. Yeah. So gee how how wonderful of them yeah uh but but basically they're giving you a $30 game to pay $100 more so that doesn't that doesn't sound <laughs> great well i mean to they, be fair boots beat boot saber beat saber is a it's a really fun game but yeah it's not worth 100 bucks no the uh the the they're supposedly complaining about like let me see. What do we got? Uh, chip shortages. And yet, and yet, Valve's like, "Hey, we're our chip shortages have, are gone. We'll be good. We're yeah. bumping everybody up." Like, oh my god! There's a there's a second page. I didn't even realize there was a second page. Wait, there's a second page. I, yeah, there's a second page. I'm not. I'm not switching to the second page. And it's one they, whole page of a company apologism. Uh, pretty much. Something about the Cambria system, which is their next VR headset. Cambria which, I mean, questions, can, yeah. yeah. I don't give a shit. 
it doesn't matter. the The point is, uh, don't buy a fucking Meta Quest Two. If you, no. if you do buy it secondhand, if then... you're if you're wanting to get a headset right now, I mean, we've got what the Valve Index, which is expensive. Yeah. Or what is it? The Vive Two Pro. I wouldn't. Those are the best ones, right? Those are the best ones. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that either. Uh. I would say don't right now. Like yeah. unless you have unless you already have a top tier gaming PC, uh I would I would say just wait for the PSVR2. Yeah, if you but I mean that's if yeah, you have a PS5. Yeah. yeah. I mean like if if you are going to do VR and you know I I like don't do the quest just cuz it's the standalone and that's not so good. I I guess I agree with you, but I don't think it needs to be a perfect like top of the line PC. Uh, we know somebody, Ash, in the the Discord. They just bought a first generation Vive, and that's fine. Like, as yeah. far as top end VR headsets, the first generation Vive is fine. Anything yeah. higher than that's bells and whistles. But you don't really need much better than that. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that. I, I was, I was saying, if you were going to buy something new, if you can go second hand, then yeah. I don't think that there's anything wrong with buying uh, a Quest Two off of like eBay or something. If you can find it for like 250, like yeah. I think that would be worthwhile. Uh, cuz then, the only... then you can use it connected to your to your good gaming PC and then you got the best of both worlds. The only thing I will say is you're definitely going to have to replace whatever foam strap stuff they have well, on yeah. the inside. Like that Yeah, is... you want to you want to replace the face gasket cuz it's gross. Yeah, I had a friend who came over, uh, and and she at the time was like, uh, "Let's let's do VR." And so we were switching off Beat Saber, and I was like, "You do realize that like I have played this and like got <laughs> sweat all over." And she's like, "It's fine," and just because because no, they already they, yeah it's not, but they already had VR, so they were kind of used to it, so. Because I, I I remember the 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 Vive face gasket, uh-huh. and like I I take it off for like a minute to like drink something or or just go to go to the bathroom or whatever and come back and put it on and it's all it's like putting a cold towel yeah just on part of your face and it, it just knowing that it's cold sweat it just feels gross yep and that I replaced it with a with a leather one and that is way better and, and i'm gonna say let's move on but uh, yeah. we're not gonna move on to the next story what i want to ask oh. is uh, i'm not gonna go through where to find you or what games you played but i did want to ask you what your thoughts are on the uh steam deck uh it's uh it's fantastic honestly um i've been i've been using it kind of as an excuse to play games that like 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 sitting in front of my gaming pc i'm like well i'm kind of obligated to either interact with other people while i'm on here because i have discord just kind of sitting over here and like i should be playing games that like will run on the gaming pc and and won't run anywhere else so like i've been able to use the steam deck as an excuse to like play vampire survivors which is <laughs> like i've been playing that i've been playing 26.6 hours of it in in 
over the course of this week. That's and awesome. uh, it's it's so good. But like, I was not going to touch it on my main PC because it's like, well, why would I whenever I can play like literally anything else? Um, but it, it, it is surprisingly like uh, the performance is impressive. I don't notice the fan really. I was no, worried about that. Yeah, fan. Yeah. I, I played uh, last night for about half an hour to 45 minutes. Uh, I was just doing some some carrier missions in Dying Light 2 and I barely noticed the fan. Um I I wanted to ask you about that. Like did you did you like have to turn everything all the way down in Dying Light 2 to make it run not like shit? Or am I doing something wrong? <laughs> you I mean I did turn it down to like low settings. But okay. also what I did was uh, you can set individual game profiles, and I set that yeah. individual game pro- profile to run at 40 hertz. Uh, okay. See, I was... I, that's that's something that's something I, I have to get used to, Yeah, is if I'm going to run high-end games slash games that just generally run like shit anyway, I need to get used to them running at 30 FPS. Well, uh, well thankfully with this, if you do that, if you basically put it on low settings and you crank it down to uh, 40 hertz it runs at 40 frames a second it yeah. does not budge from 40 frames I, a second because I, I was playing control on there as well and yeah. uh that like it, it would it would kind of range between 40 and 45 and i just decided to say fuck it and i just locked it to 30 and that was a more pleasurable experience. I so you can you can lock it to something because the the little bar thingy it only lets me do it like fifteen and then thirty and then sixty. You so I don't is there a way a, to customize that? Y- yes, because that's not what you need to. T- that's not no, not what you need to control. What oh. you do is you basically put it on unlimited, and then you adjust the frequency or the hertz of the monitor itself. You can you can change the refresh rate of the screen that granularly? Yes. Huh. And it, it ranges anywhere from 40 to 60 is what you can put it at. Oh, okay. And uh, that they put that in there because apparently a lot of people were requesting that you be able to run things at 40 hertz because there's kind of a trend now where 40 hertz is like it's that much better than 30 frames a second. And a lot of games will it, run it at 40. Yeah. A lot of games will run at 40 frames a second. Uh, yeah. and, and it's better to have a game stuck at a frame rate like that rather yeah. than, uh, jumping around between 40 and 60 frames a second all the time. Yeah. I definitely rather have that than, than being stuck at 30. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, otherwise like it is, it is really great. And it, like, as I imagine that everyone on the internet has already said, it's amazing whenever it comes to emulation. Oh yeah, like it, it'll it'll run everything. I've I played a PS3 game on it, and it worked beautifully. PS2 mm-hmm. games work about as well as they do on on my big PC. Like, it's almost flawless, and the the tools that people have made for kind of making that process almost effortless it, it, it's it's great and i love being able to like open 
Spotify and Discord and be able to switch between those yeah. on a portable device. Well, it's, and and apparently exactly Elden Ring runs way better on the. I was gonna say the Switch, but the uh, Steam Deck. Well, it, isn't that because they do uh, a shader pre-cache thing? Yeah, it's because the the. I guess the PC version, you know, with our computers, it wouldn't matter. But if you have a lower end computer, um, it'll do like hitching because when it's loading up oh, the shader. Oh no, it does. Oh, it okay. does. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and because Elden Ring runs on DirectX or whatever, when it comes over to the Steam Deck, uh, the Steam Deck only uses Vulkan because it doesn't have yeah. access to the DirectX stuff. So it's got to translate that, and part of that translation process is caching all those shaders already. Well, well, it's... Uh, they something they like let that. you They let you download the pre-cached uh, or the pre-generated shaders because the, the hardware is the same. Yeah. That's why you don't have shader hitching on consoles because the shaders are pre-generated, pre yeah. calculated. So anyway... It it's it's got its ups. It's got some downs. Um, like playing Dying Light, it's great, but I it's still really like for a game that massive. Uh, playing it on a portable device just feels weird to me. Maybe it's because I'm switching from a 27 inch screen to a seven inch screen. That yeah. might that might be it. Um, also the the layout of the controls. Switching between from a controller to that, a, yeah, yeah, it it it's a little weird to get used to, especially since I I use Xbox controllers mainly, and so I was like, oh, my D pad's up or to the side of my joystick, which is weird. Oh, that but, that's not even that's not even where I'm having issues. Then again, I I also generally use a PS uh, PS4 controller, but okay, uh, no. It, I'm having issues in that uh, my wrist hurts after holding it for a while. Um, yeah. Or like, or like playing it, like laying down, holding it in front of me, like my arm will fall asleep <laughs> or like it. I'm, I'm kind of learning how to hold it better to where that isn't as much of a problem. Kind of like what everyone had to do with the switch. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely that. like, if if they could like shave, I, f I feel like like half a pound off of that thing, it would probably make for a much better experience. But just do it I yourself. Get... Yeah, I'll just uh... <laughs> just, just yeah. do it yourself. Just take a half a pound off of that. Just take off the case. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need it. Bare silicone, Sil silicone, silicone, silicone. Uh, but we're gonna move. We're gonna move on, and we're gonna talk about a different story. This, I believe, is a story you brought up, and I have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, so, what's yeah. this about Minecraft? So, you know how like most games that have like multiplayer and like private servers, uh, kind of have it to where you can do whatever the fuck you want on the private server because you're the one hosting it. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, well, Minecraft is uh, implementing or has implemented in the Java version uh, because you can't really run private uh, bedrock servers. But um, in the Java version, now you can be banned from private servers by Mojang slash Microsoft. Oh, wow. So if you are in a private server and someone reports your chat logs 
uh, as saying something that is against the Minecraft's player, you know, no, don't be mean to each other policy. Uh, you can just lose the ability to play online, even on private servers. Yeah, and and let's go through some of the things that can get you banned. It says, what can get you banned? Uh, can we get banned for cussing or swearing? And they said, no. The type of behavior that will get you banned is hate speech, bullying, harassing, sexual solicitation, or threatening others. Uh, like telling somebody you're going to burn down their house or something. Just throw it right. out there. Yeah. So, um, so, so that's all good. Right. Sure. Um, but it shouldn't happen on private servers. Yeah, whoever, whoever the owner of that server is should be able to say hey i am i am going to ban you for this they should have control mm -hmm. over who or who isn't banned um so i agree with you and i i think that this is a uh not a great move i don't know how mojang is going to do they watch your private servers then no so uh mojang implemented a few patches ago uh, essentially a, a signing thing for, yeah. for all messages that get sent. So all of your, all of your uh, chat messages are cryptographically signed, meaning that they are tied to your account or, or at least can be proved to be associated with your account. Um, meaning that someone has to report a message and then the logs of chat will uh, of the chat on the server will get sent to mojang and then they can verify based on the cryptographic signature of the of the messages who was actually doing the talking and then do banning if they if they feel so inclined right. based on that so uh actually in protest of this there are a lot of private servers which are introducing mods that intentionally break that cryptographic signature so that it can't be verified so that there's no way to actually enforce the ban good yeah good and yeah like if, if that's what it takes then fucking so be it mm -hmm. like i i this is such a a strong arm move for no I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the reasoning is. It, I don't get it. It, it. I just, I don't know why you as Mojang are saying, I want to do more work to make my, make this, this community feel more like a, like a police state. I don't, yeah. I don't. And I, I have an idea. What's that? Because when you bet an account, then then if they want to play again, they got to buy another account. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily it, but I I agree that it's dumb that they're doing it. I can totally understand having these rules for a, a public server, but well, if it's or a private... for or for realms, because uh, Minecraft allows you to buy a private server and rent it through through their their ui through their resources and and like that would be fine if it was if it was that you can't connect to realms anymore or or you know for a week because you said the n-word but that's not what they're doing they're they're saying if you're racist in a 
in a private server and and like someone joins that server and sees it and reports you then you're you're liable to get banned yeah that's that's or if somebody gets mad like and just as like, oh well, I have this. Sir, I have this saved from a month ago that I got mad at, and now I'm mad at you, so I'm gonna report you or whatever. Not that that's likely to happen, but it could happen. There are other things that are banned. Uh, hate speech is talk uh, that is intended to offend, insult, intimidate, or threaten an individual or group based on a trait or attribute such as sexual orientation, religion, color, gender, or disability. These behaviors. Well, the consequence of temporary suspension or permanent ban, depending on the severity uh, and frequency. Um, I know somebody who uh, I said that there's I, I tried to explain that there are certain levels like hate speech is a bad thing. And their reply was, there's no such thing as hate speech. And I was like, I think <laughs> you are mistaken. <laughs> no, gamer words exist. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, um, there's no getting around that you can't get banned in single player um and it says will you ban people for so talking about suicide it said no we are deeply <laughs> no we deeply care about our players and if we are informed about a threat or imminent harm uh we attempt to provide players in crisis with support resources in times of need um that that would be shitty right like this person threatened to kill themselves and like whoa whoa well, let's ban them <laughs> so the reason the reason that that question is there, I guarantee you, is because somebody, because they, they supposedly worked with like private, people that run private servers before they made the decision. Right. And I guarantee you that somebody brought it up because on other platforms, that is a thing. On wow. on YouTube, on TikTok, like, yeah. because it's, it's all automated. Now they're saying that, no, all reports are going to be reviewed by a human being, which, yes, that is probably going to be the case. But just like with every other platform, can we trust those humans? Because chances are we can't. Because chances are they're going to be somebody who's getting paid maybe minimum wage, who's going to skim over it for certain keywords. And if they don't like what it says, they're going to click the button that the form says to click. Yeah. It's just Notch in his free time moderating his game. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, he sold it. He doesn't have anything to do with it anymore. Uh, it says, why does Mojang need to be involved in third-party server player reporting? Why not just Realms? It says, all Minecraft players should expect the Minecraft uh, community guidelines to apply to their Minecraft experience. We strive to ensure that all online play is safe and inclusive, but not all servers provide players with a way to report or resolve violations of these guidelines. Player reporting is an additional uh, resource for players who experience abuse, which can happen on any multiplayer Minecraft session, including private servers. If you're joining which a private server, bullshit. yeah, that's that's your choice. Yeah. So, uh, uh, there's like, a lot of stuff here. Um, like, you can appeal if you get banned uh and sign a form i actually had to do that we you know months ago when i got banned from twitter i had to like submit an appeal and then they would reject it and then i submitted another repeal and they did it like four or five times before they finally had an actual human look at it mm -hmm. and uh so i would they say it's going to be a human that's verifying these um 
but it might be a human glances at it and clicks, just clicks ban, which I think it happened for uh, when I was banned from Twitter before I actually had somebody actually sit down and read what happened uh, on Twitter. So I could see people putting in you know, multiple appeals before they're actually unbanned from Minecraft. Um, anyway, anything else to say about this? Connor, you have, you've been oddly quiet. I don't give a fuck about your Twitter ban. Well, <laughs> I don't, I meant Minecraft ban. What about my Minecraft ban? I know. No, I, it's, it's dumb that it's going to happen on private servers, but like, don't be a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say that. I went to the national socialism Minecraft server. Those guys were jerks. It's like, well, <laughs> well, what the fuck do you expect? Yeah. Um, so we're going to move on. We're going to talk about the VR chat security update, all sorts of security from Aroa this week. Mm, yeah. Well, and both in the completely wrong way. So this is another situation of developers who are completely detached from their community doing something that they shouldn't fucking be doing and pissing a lot of people off in the process. Yeah. Uh, this is a lot more egregious, however, and hurts people who really don't deserve to be hurt by this uh so major thing is that the vr chat devs have implemented easy anti-cheat in the vr chat client uh if you're not familiar with easy anti-cheat uh it's because you don't look at the screen whenever you open like any game that's come out in the last several years with online play yeah uh it's, it's uh a product that epic made and is now the the de facto for anti-cheat in online games uh dead by daylight uses it uh i think rust uses it uh halo master chief collection used it team fortress uh, 2 uses it no it doesn't oh um, no they use they use vac right? they, they have yeah they have valve anti-cheat yeah, yeah um but uh it is notorious for um not working particularly well yeah and being rather trivial to get around uh however at the same time it is also notorious for blocking mods completely legitimate mods mind you um and that is kind of the the main problem here uh there is a massive community in vr chat that is focused on making mods that allow the client to do things that normally it can't uh major items that i have seen people complaining about uh are things like uh being able to perform sign language in the game uh and have it translated into text on the screen or even uh even uh text speech that's really so neat. that so yeah nonverbal people or deaf people can communicate with each other uh, and communicate with non-deaf people um do you have to have well, so i do have a question about that do you have to have the index controllers to do that i have absolutely no idea i imagine that it would be something that you do with the uh the leap is that it the leap controller uh you know, you know what i'm talking about no i think it's magic leap um it's a it's a little box that you can that you have that uh is much more granular like does like a 3d representation of your hand uh in in the virtual world 
it's neat. it's quite impressive for being only 100 bucks but in any case um it, it, there's also uh closed captions for videos closed captions are not natively supported by vr chat uh there is a mod that implements those so that in the many 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 hangout worlds where people sit around and watch movies or anime or whatever uh you don't have to have the subtitles baked into the video to have subtitles they it, it can show them on the screen and it can even take input from audio and automatically do subtitles from them all these are things not possible in the base client uh similarly people have solutions for those who are lesser able to move around uh while there is a seated mode for vr chat there is no i am bedridden mode for vr chat uh and so there are tools that people have made for with, with modded clients to enable people who are bedridden to be able to play vr chat which i imagine is quite liberating um the the examples continue very long way uh there's the obvious it also there are modded clients for uh erotic role play which yeah. is extremely popular because of course it is uh and you know what that good good on them like those those people let them do what they want uh but well, VR, the VR might not let them do that uh it won't it, it absolutely won't that's the, the main problem so the vr chat devs have said that the reasoning for this is because modded clients cause problems for them cause problems for those who develop worlds and avatars for vr chat and cause problems for end users because there are a variety of modded clients that will enable things like giving you infinite favorites or allowing you to search for avatars in the game by name. Uh, but they're also uh, key loggers and they'll steal your account, which I mean, for one thing, uh, if you guys like just enforced uh two-factor authentication that wouldn't really be a problem uh and for another thing i i would really like to see data on that yeah because somehow i doubt that that is actually a big problem i i just i don't see that being a thing with how with how vast this community is and how much communication goes on between people in the vr chat community i i can't see there being a client that goes around uh, that is passed around that often that has issues like that because I, I guarantee you that most of them are open source and somebody would have already found that shit yeah uh this reads to me being the being the the, the cynic that i that i tend to try to be uh as infinite favorites that's like the only thing that we have in vr chat plus we can't let people have that for free. We got to yeah. crack down on it. Um, what does that do? VR Chat Plus? No, no, favorites. I have no idea. Oh, it, it's literally bookmarking um, like worlds and avatars that you like so that you can come back to them easily and without having to go get them. And, and that is a, by default, you have 25, I think, avatars that you can store in your favorites list. Um, and I think a hundred worlds that you can store, uh, 
if you pay for VR Chat Plus, that is quadrupled on both accounts. Uh, I see. I don't. I don't know the other benefits off the top of my head, but that's like the major one. I think it's some other. It's some other dumb stuff that's like you can imagine you, you if have you like only a... had twenty five web pages that you could bookmark, and then you had to pay to bookmark <laughs> more. Yeah, that's and, and silly. Like to to give credit and and what I I would have liked to have said more uh, to that to give them credit because I I did like them quite a bit. Uh, they don't like make you pay for anything. There there are no microtransactions in VR chat, and they put a lot of effort into developing this game while it's still being free. Uh, the over the last year the number of capabilities in vr chat has it's just like exploded um it's kind of fucking amazing uh but this is they they have fucked up pretty hard with this um if you go on the store page for vr chat uh, now reviews are at overwhelmingly negative, and that is with thirty thousand reviews, and um, it only has one hundred and seventy thousand reviews overall. That's since it came out five years ago. So, like, uh, what is that? That's almost one sixth of all reviews <laughs> are now negative, and <laughs> like, that's bad. Yeah, um, yeah, that review bombing is definitely a thing that uh gamers like doing when one update gets released that they get mad about. Um Rust has that issue. People with like you know, a thousand hours play time and then an update comes out and they're like, Hate it, it's ruined, zero out of ten, negative review, and then they get a bunch of negative reviews. Uh I don't know. Sometimes when backlash like this happens, the developer listens and is like, uh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have DeNuvo. We should, uh, we'll get rid of it. And they, uh, they have said they're not, they're not rolling back the change. Okay. Because it would cost them money. Uh, but they are working on developing uh, all of the, the things, the major things that people have implemented with mods uh, so that they can make that less of a less of a problem. Yeah. Uh my response obviously is maybe you should have fucking done that before you made this massive change. Uh okay. or or maybe like consulted anybody in the community, but you didn't, did you? You no. you fucking jagoffs. Uh everyone's switching to chill out VR, which I have never played. However, um just from looking at the trailer, uh it looks like literally just vr chat uh down to like i the avatars look exactly the same like i i bet these avatars in this trailer are just ported from vr chat which is kind of crazy so probably and that's what i would think because you i remember you messing around with i believe blender and creating Um, your own avatar yeah yeah i i have been off and on working on uh working with that i got into using um this vr it's 
the model type is VRM. I can't think of what the, the tool's called, uh, but it's something that a lot of VTubers use uh, to make a, a pretty nice character. And uh, now I'm like, I'm just sad. Why? Because you, now you have to switch it over to... Uh... Yeah, now I'm now I'm probably gonna end up having to switch over to chill out VR. Like I got I got really into VR chat for a I little remember. while. Like I remember, I was I was paying for it. I was paying for VR chat plus because I really I I believed in this thing. And I, uh, I, I played this, a couple this... game nights with you for VR chat, playing like uh, oh yeah, board game or uh fa- like show games, game shows, game, game shows. Yes, that's the word. Yeah, show games. Those things. Uh, no, like game shows. And while I think it's neat that they were able to program it in there, I did look at the control board uh, for one of the VR chat things, and those th- <laughs> it seems very difficult. Yeah. And, and, and like, I think uh, at least one of those was not updated to work with Udon, their new scripting language. I see. Which, uh, I, like, I just that they've that they have that is amazing to me that and it's a free game yeah anyway uh anything you want to add to this connor uh just like with this breakout chat i'm excited to see what other people will be turning around and making now that uh vr chat has decided that they want to drive their ship right into the middle of the ocean right into the bottom of it (laughs) yeah That, that it happens sometimes companies are just like hey we want to do bad things Oh, oh, what the, what's this happening? Oh, everybody's gravitating towards the PS4 now. Shit. And then you have the Xbox One. Because they decided to go all in with uh, trying to stream TV to your, or to your Xbox One instead of actually focusing on games. Why yeah. can't we give people more options to spend money on this stupid piece of plastic? Yeah. Yeah, and... And who watches TV now? Not not anybody under the age of fifty does not watch live TV. That mm. it just doesn't happen. Fifty might be a little too high, I would say. I was gonna say it's a little 40. too low. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are people that like have TV on. Somebody subscribes to Peacock. Somebody does. Uh, and, and, and to be fair, I have Sling TV. Yeah, uh, see? You but, fucking loser. No, I DVR everything. I don't watch anything live. It's all DVR'd. And I think that's what most people do now. Is it, And it's great because I don't have to be, you know, I don't have to be in my room at 8 p.m. I can watch it uh, d- during work when I'm, quote, working. Like Aroa is not totally not working right now. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, we're pretty much done with our show. I don't think we have any other stories to talk about. Um, so I want to thank Connor for being here. Forget about Stadia. Did we forget about Stadia? Oh yeah. Oh, Stadia. yeah I, I wasn't sure if you already talked about that. Not no, that it really fucking matters. I, I just like everyone else. I forgot about Stadia. Stadia, um, apparently is shutting down. And then there was an update that said it's not shutting down. Which, I mean, big fucking surprise. Like, did rumors come out that Stadia is shutting down 
Google's going to come out and do damage control, whether or not they're actually planning to shut it down. No, no, they, we're not shutting it down. Stop Maybe. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it, who, who I, cares? I don't care. No one. Nobody No cares. one cares. Nobody plays Stadia. That's why it might be shutting down. Yeah. Do we have numbers on how many people actually use Stadia, or have they just not released I, things because they're so bad? I doubt that they've released them. I, as far as I can tell, and from from what little I have seen of anybody talking about Stadia, if anything, they'll probably keep going with the, uh, with, with like having the streaming library shit for like the five people who actually want to go along with that. But Google's main push is going to be using this for marketing purposes. Like they'll have uh, like Capcom, I think is, is doing a thing with uh, a demo for resident evil where you can play it like in a browser. And well, so and they'll, they'll be, they'll be doing like licensed bullshit like that. So that, cause Google just loves to make ads. That's well, all they do. And then there's, uh, certain companies will pay for stuff. Uh, we talked about yeah. really AT and T had some game that you could play on. Like if you were an AT and T mobile customer, you could play some game for free without it affecting your bandwidth cap. Right, and, and, and I, I think they're gonna utilize that a little bit more. I I could see it being like because uh, wasn't like Comcast? I think said that they were they wanted to do like a streaming service or some bullshit. And yeah. like, I, I could see, I could see carriers and other service providers being like, you can, you get game streaming for free as part of your bill. Uh, and yeah. it just being Stadia doing that on the back Only end. $230 a month for one line. And then you can play this game for free. That came out six years ago. And it, you earned it. And it, <laughs> will randomly just turn into a mess of pixels whenever you jump to a different cell tower. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Stadia, short story. It it might be shutting down. It might not. Who knows? It's also worth pointing out that Stadia was supposed to get the quarry, but the deal fell through, uh, which you played last week, I believe, Aroa. Oh, yeah. Uh, we just finished the quarry, and it was pretty good. It was pretty good. A lot of people died. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, not only is it uh, the characters making bad choices, it's also the people playing the characters. Yeah. And now and we're like, uh, we're playing Man of Medan, and it's going uh, similarly. I beat I beat that game by myself. Yeah, and I have to say, same thing. It did not go very well. I, I had quite a few people die. Um, just so you know. It's a little bit of a spoiler. There's a, a part where you're like beating a zombie to death with a crowbar, and you might not want to do that. There are zombies? It's something like that. Was... When do I meet the man of Medan? Was it Man of Medan's the Man of Medan is the uh shipwreck one, right? Or the ship one. Yeah. Yeah. So there Who's are Who's the man? It is a Is it the guy on the boat? I believe the man of Medan is the boat itself or something. It's the black guy, right? The one I with the the one with the funky eye. I He's gotta be I the man. I can't remember 
honestly, I just know that there are zombies, kind of. <laughs> and there's a point where you're beating one to death with a crowbar. Uh, and you don't want to do that because you're hallucinating. Oh, I know what it is. You have, you have to get through all the challenges and you become the man of Medan. Who is the man of Medan? Uh, I can't tell. It says, I can't it tell says if you're Sean. actually like earnestly responding to me right now. I, I don't know. It, it does say Sean Ashmore. It's the boat. I, that's what it's I said. I was like, I thought it was the boat, right? Like, it that's is. what I said. Okay. I was just gaslighting you, and I thought, I thought you would catch on at some point. No. No, I didn't. But it oh, does say Sean Ashmore, stars of the game's leading character. Who's Sean Ashmore? No. Oh, is that Iceman? It is. I, Because I, I, I was like, I, I saw that guy's face. Yeah. I was like, man, yeah, he looks really familiar. Yeah, it's Iceman. Yeah, it's Iceman yeah. from, from X-Men. Yeah. X-Men. Um, he's he's fallen. He's fallen down. And he's the he's... one celebrity that the you know, he was in Quantum Break. He was like the guy in Quantum Break. He just he loves these video game TV show <laughs> things. These video game things. Yeah. <laughs> these anyway. newfangled computer games. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I would like to thank you for being here, Aroa. Yeah, I showed up. Thank late, you, but you know. thank thank you for being here, Connor, the man from from Illinois. It's, the man it's, of Medan. The man it's of me. Illinois. I'm I was the man from Medan the whole time. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! And of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reese. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.